up, doe? What up, doe? Hey. All right, we're going to get into some basketball talk right off the top. Oh, I hear a baby. Yeah. She's trying to get in on the podcast, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zuri Bella. All right. You got things to say. Let's talk, though. What's up? So, first off, we got to just get right into it. I mean, your Bulls, you just made that trade. Nikola Meritich off the team. How you feeling about that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Meritich oh, yeah. Nikola. I'm actually, I'm, actually, I'm actually learning of this right now. Like, what do we trade Nikola for? I knew that he was on the trade market, but what do we get? You got a first-round pick from the Pelicans, which will probably turn into, like, the 13th or 14th pick because I don't think the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs without Boogie. And then they traded you Tony Allen, who you're going to waive. And they traded you Omera Sheik, who you're going to have to stick with. What the fuck? You're going to have to stick with him for one more year, but you're going to waive him, too. You're trying to make a little cap room and rebuild. That's what's what's going on with that trade. What in the entire – that's not – I thought that was a rumor. The Omera Sheik thing I thought was a rumor from a while ago. Uh, You traded him? Aw, baby Zuri. Yeah, man. We'll let ba- we'll, we'll let Elliot get the baby situated, and we'll get back to this. Give it another. Give him twenty more seconds here. All right, all right, all right. let's talk. Hold on, though. Well, give me one second. I'll give you one second I, to get uh, situated. I can't believe, though, as I do this. Like in all seriousness, I can't really believe that the trade that I just saw as rumored a couple of days ago. It's not real. This isn't real, right? It's real. We, we, it's real. We traded Omir. So, I don't know if you remember this or not, but we had And we could have traded him for anything. For, for fucking anything, right? And we didn't. We waited. Sat, like, there's a guy in, uh, in Chicago who famously said we sit on our assets. Uh, and we didn't do anything with him. And wound up losing him for nothing. And now you're telling me that we literally just traded to get him back? You traded to get him back with, quote unquote, with his terrible contract that the Pelicans gave him. Yes. That's what you, that's what you just took Wrong. off. That's what you just God. got. Jesus Christ. It's like we're – it's almost like Chicago is like everyone's friend. We're like, you know, Pat Riley's friend. You know, hey, you want to get off D-Way? We'll give him the contract that he worked so hard for in Miami. We'll give it to him. He didn't do anything here. I mean, he's just – Why not? We got to talk about some other Bulls, too, because D. Rose also in the news today. D. Rose, actually, he had that leave of absence back in November, and it came out today. It's because he was actually getting married. What do you think of that? Uh, <laughs> I'm so upset with D. Rose. If anybody who knows me knows that D. Rose is the bane of my existence. Back seven years ago, when I wrote off Jay Cutler, I looked at Derrick Rose, and I said to myself, as I've stated thousands of times before, why set up a new rule that I don't think any rookie has used since? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think anyone's used the Derrick the Derek, uh, Rose rule since they created it to pay him a year early. Then he got hurt. Then he just took down the Bulls. He's literally robbed the Bulls, and now he's robbed the Cavs. For people who don't know, Derrick Rose actually came out and told that his te- he told his teammates, he said, hey, look, I don't think I want to play anymore. <laughs> like, I literally don't think I want to play anymore. And knowing that he, knowing that he had just signed a two hundred million dollar contract that he had thirteen years on, uh, a couple of years ago, knowing that he literally couldn't just quit and not owe people a lot of money, Derrick Rose can kiss my ass. And I love Derrick. Like, let me, I love Derrick Rose. He came from the hood. Thank God, bless anyone who came out from the hood. But then I read a story 
with him hugging the girl who looks like uh, Hugh Hefner's <laughs> ex-girlfriend, and, and they're telling me that this is white. And she's, excuse me, she's biracial. I look at her and I'm like, this motherfucker really left and said, I don't want to play anymore. Nah, quietly, I'm going to go spend two weeks Ugh. with this broad out here getting married and having a honeymoon because she has me so whipped that I can't even wait to the end of the season. And then you got IT's bum ass giving Kevin Love uh, giving Kevin Love hell because he took off a day being sick. When you got this guy out here doing this bullshit, Kevin Love is a – have you – actually, let me, let me throw it back to you real quick because I don't know. Have you heard the story that was reported by Rajah Bell uh, where he said that unequivocally, like from him, because you know Rajah Bell spent time in the front office with the Cavs, that when he was there at his time, that Kevin Love was outcasted largely because he was white and outcasted largely because he just didn't. He doesn't. It, I, I've heard that. He just doesn't seem like he'd have friends on the team. So it's like after the games, who's he hanging out with? So I could see that. Oh, my God, man. It's sad. Like, it's sad with the Bulls. It's sad with the Cavs. I think that – I do think that – Um, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, too. It makes – the one thing that it makes with the Cavs being a little bit worse is it makes the uh, the Celtics better today. So the Cavs get a little bit worse. Derrick Rose is a fuck boy. We know that. But at the same time, looks like Greg Monroe to the, That's to right. the Celtics. Greg Monroe to the Celtics could be nice. I think that he fits their mold. He plays a little bit like Al Horford, and then, you know, he's a lefty player, and he hasn't really broke out, I don't think, in his seasons the way people hoped he would. But put him in a nice system, I think he's a solid player. So that was a good pickup. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that he um... – I've seen a lot of people that I respect say that he is not really good defensively, but I like Brad Stevens. I think Brad Stevens can get anybody to perform well. And um, Gordon, Gordon Hayward, man. I mean, it, people keep people keep saying, when Horse will tell you that there's no way he's coming back. Um, but then there are people who keep floating it out there that there's nothing that can stop him. There's no rule that would stop Gordon Hayward from coming back. You think you think GH is going back? I don't know if they should rush him back. I I mean, Jalen Brown has played so well in his place. I actually thought that Jalen Brown probably should have got that last All Star spot. All these all these injuries are piling up. I kind of figured that he was going to get the spot over Drogic's. Although I'm obviously very happy for him. Jalen Brown's really stepped up. I mean, he's been playing really well. So I don't know, man. I don't know if you rush him back at this point, but shit, it's tough to say. So one last one last former bull, just because it's all hit in the news. Joakim Noah. Joakim Noah <laughs> got into a fight with Hornacek, and basically they're like, yo, we'll give away our first-round pick, which will probably be, like, pick number 10, just to get rid of this terrible contract that Phil Jackson gave to Joakim Noah. What is up with your former Bulls, bro? Uh, Shout-out to Phil Jackson for giving Joakim Noah money. Um, one thing, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of slander towards D-Rose. For me, but you'll never or hear it. You'll never really hear much Joe Noah slander from me. I love Joe Noah. Um, Jeff Hornacek, in my opinion, probably is fucking off. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give that one to Joe Noah. If they want to trade him, then trade him. We knew Phil Jackson was giving away bad contracts. He gave Joe one. Joe get that cash, baby boy. You know, do your thing. I don't give a get, fuck, man. You know, get that cash, leave, right? Get that cash. Let him leave. Yeah. Get it. But for a first round pick, <laughs> they're, trying, they, they're basically saying that they're trying to trade Joakim Noah, and they will give away Joakim Noah and their first round pick to whatever team is willing to take him. So they're basically going to give up like the tenth pick in the draft just to get rid of Joakim Noah. Oh my God! What's I better don't know than that. desperation? But they're at it. Like I mean, what smells better they're than desperation? 
when you got money and you get a good position, yeah, dude, the Knicks are done. I honestly, guy, like, and I wonder, and I wonder if you poll like normal, like casual fans, casual fans of the NBA, if you poll the average casual fan of the NBA, I don't think they, I don't think they even knew Joe Kim Rose was still in the league. Dead ass, dead ass, and he's about to get, they about to get a first oh round pick. All right, one more, one more quick hot take. We got plenty of hot takes. We'll keep it moving along. The other thing in the news, this stupid story about LeBron James to the Warriors a day ago. But I need to get your take on this thing specifically because there was an interview yesterday with Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant basically was bitching at the media because he goes, it sickens me because they don't care about the game. They only care about free agency. He basically said it's sickening and it's a dumb made-up story. Kevin Durant, the only reason anybody even thinks this is fucking possible <laughs> is because of what you pulled. That's the only reason anybody even thinks it could happen. And Kevin Durant has, the, has the, the balls to sit up there and call it sickening. Like, he's not the reason that this type of stuff is happening. Uh, you're right, man. You're absolutely correct. I mean, let's, first of all, go, let's, like, let's be clear. The Warriors started this story. This didn't come from LeBron James cap. I like honestly don't believe that. And if it did, it's just like that trickery that LeBron James does every single year. Maverick Carter. Those guys are geniuses about that. They keep his name in the news. It's almost like if they look up and see that his name isn't in the news and they'll just come out and put a story out. And what better way to deflect from the Cavs being terrible and LeBron being extremely lazy than, you know, putting a quote out there about or putting something out there about him going to the Warriors because it's easier to just denounce that the answer for why he's been lazy as fuck over the past couple of weeks. But with, um, I mean, everybody can take time off. I'm not a player. Like, I'm not saying, like, what I would do if I was LeBron James, taking weeks off, dog. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I like this spin. We all know LeBron's not coming. To, trade, him, to, uh, trade him now, man. Just get what you it. can. There's a 0% chance that he's coming back. Seriously, 0%. Zero. Absolutely zero. Absolutely. But wouldn't it be dope, though? Like, like I, I don't give a shit. It wouldn't be dope if LeBron, if somehow they kept, because you probably got to, like, they probably have to get rid of Clay, right? You got to get rid of Clay. If I'm looking at it, it's probably LeBron, KD, Steph, and maybe Draymond. Maybe That'd be too much. That'd be too much, man. I wouldn't, that would be just game over. It'd be too much. But we'll, we're going to move on to the next hot take. And I don't know if this take is too hot. We'll see what your thoughts are. I'm thinking already, Markel Fultz is going to go down as the biggest bust of all time. This guy cannot shoot the basketball. Yeah. And the way yeah. that I measure bust, I want to yeah. ask you this question. Who do you think is a bigger bust? Anthony yeah. Bennett or Darko Milicic? Who do you think was a bigger bust? Ooh, I got to go with Bennett. And the only reason why I say that is because Darko got a couple checks. Don't sleep. That, like, Darko got a couple contracts. I don't think Anthony got those. So, I mean, for what it's worth, like, uh, like, a, like a really good backup in the league. Yeah, you know I mean, like, if you can ride the bench for 15 years, like, shout out to my man, uh, what's Scalabrini? Ah. Shout out to Scalabrini. You know Wait, I mean? mama. Like, if you, can, if you can be Scalabrini, yeah, the, if you can pull that shit off, you know what I'm saying, and hold, and hold a clipboard and, like, be a clap artist your entire career, then fine, man. But um, I got to go with Bennett, man. But, uh, man, it's kind of sad, though. Isn't it? Like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine just like going, like finally getting everything that you ever worked your hardest for? Like you work and you get there and you can't perform, and then you know you're given chance after chance, night after night after night, and you can't perform, and then you're hearing people and they're getting your head. Imagine like, imagine you work, you know, like imagine there was a girl that you grew up with and she was hot. Like imagine you grew up mm. down the street from Beyonce, 
and you always had a shot at Beyonce. And you could like work your ass off and you knew you're like, man, I'm probably gonna get this. I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this. And then finally you break into the music biz when you're like 18. And they're like, all right, I got a really good shot because now I'm one of her peers, right? And you see her, you meet her, she's like, I'm about it, you get her, and next thing you know, when you get in the bedroom, oh, oh man, whiskey dick for Beyonce. Is that what you're saying? Is that what Anthony Pettis Right, exactly. Whiskey dick will be bruh, but not just once, like 15 times in a row. And then she tells you to hit the bench and maybe Damn. work out some more and train. And then you come back and you still suck and your stroke's not good. All right. Oh, I like your take, but I'm going to tell you why, without a doubt, Darko Milicic is a bigger bust than Anthony Please. Bennett. This is the reason. Darko Milicic got picked before three Hall of Fame players. He got picked before Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, and Chris Bosh. Anthony Bennett, the number one pick in the 2013 draft, in the entire lottery, only one person that was picked in the lottery has even made an all-star team, and that was Victor Oladipo this year. That draft is not good. So the way that I'm saying Markel Fultz will go down as the biggest bust of all time if he can't get it together is because I think that this rookie class is the best since 2003. There's probably seven or eight perennial yeah. all-stars in this rookie class. Simmons, Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Lori Markinen, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Smith Jr., they're all going to be all-stars. Bam Adebayo, De'Aaron Fox, this is such a good draft class, and he got picked before all of them. And he might not even make – if, if LeVar Ball wasn't such a loudmouth, that is the <laughs> only thing that is deflecting attention away from the fact that Markel Fultz can't even break the 15-man rotation on the 76ers, okay? He's not even injured anymore. He can't even break the 15-man rotation. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's incredible. You know what? That's, I mean, I can't argue with that. That's, I can't argue with that. You know what it made me think of, though, is that Lonzo kind of had, like, you see, you mentioned LeVar. Lonzo kind of had that problem, too, right? Like, I think that Lonzo came into the league initially and had, like, a little bit of a problem with his game. It was catching a lot of heat, like, within his first 15, 20 games. But to his credit, to his credit, he kind of, like, he's hurt now. But to his credit, mm-hmm. he kind of locked back in and I think rose above it in a way that, Markel didn't, and maybe there's something to be said about that. But, you know, if we're keeping people in this lane that I personally think had similarities to this, Jabari Parker, He's, man, he, You know he made his debut tonight. I haven't watched him play yet, but apparently he has decent stats. I know. I know, but I'm saying, like, I, I, hope, he, I hope he can get the hell out of there, man, because I – as far as people who came in the league with a lot yeah. of, like, hype and, like, didn't get a chance to pull it off, I mean, I hope that he does. But you, you might be right. All right. So that's 15 said. minutes yeah. we spent on NBA. We're going to – Swing it to college hoops because I know you've been watching a lot of Big Ten basketball. So Big Ten this year is doing pretty good. Purdue and Michigan State are both in the top five. Ohio State and Michigan are in the top 25. So tell me a little bit about the Big Ten. I haven't seen too many games, but let me me know what you've been seeing. Let's give me a couple seconds on it, man. Uh, Jay Jackson, obviously, for uh, Michigan State is going to be a difference maker. He has the most blocks uh, to this point. Um, of any other big man in history of the Big Ten, uh, as far as what I've seen. I think that he's just going to continue down that path. I think that Jackson's going to be the, the key to us winning the national championship. Boom. Yeah, you already heard first. I think that I really do believe that Miles Bridges, Cassius Winston, my man Jay Jack, they're going to lead us towards the glory. And the reason why I think that, honestly, and I, you know, even though it's one of the saddest things that ever happened, on any college campus, let alone our college campus, I think that all of this bull, like with um, with like with NASA, the doctor, 
you know what I'm saying, with all the sexual assault shit, like, it's really sad, and I have to, I have to, you can't mention Michigan State without me literally carrying my daughter <laughs> right now as we talk, not recognizing that that's fucking bullshit, and, like, dog, people have walked up to me and said, like, uh, they mentioned, they give you an opening to say what college you're from, and I can't even say, imagine yeah. you, like, you went to Vandy, imagine somebody giving you an opportunity to brag about Vandy, and you're just not wanting to I know. because you're so embarrassed, but, I do think because of that, I think we redeem it. We win it for Izzo this year. Bridges, Winston, bro. Ca- uh, sorry, Cash Winston. My man out there, Jay Jack. I really do believe that uh, with them, Nick Ward, we have the best. As far as we, like right now, we have the best um, front line in the league. And like in the Big Ten for sure. I do think the Big 12 is a little bit better than the Big Ten though. Uh, shout out to my man uh, out of uh, Oklahoma, Trey. I heard somebody on Twitter say that it looks like his hair looks like a collection, like looks like somebody glued all the scraps <laughs> from the barbershop floor. I don't know if you heard that, but if you've ever been in a barbershop, his hair does look whack as fuck. Um, either way, I do think the Big the Big 12 is pretty uh, pretty good. The Big 10 is going to be a little bit better. I, honestly, if I'm being real, like dead ass, I think that, that Purdue is better than, than Michigan State. I think Purdue should – like if I – if I, like, right now, Haas is okay. They got a bunch of seniors on their team. Always lean towards seniors. I And then, and then here's something else. I think that you can see two Big Ten teams Bang. in the final four this year. And also, as we – hey, I don't know if you're getting out of here on this, but I got to tell you, and I'm going to tell you live on this motherfucker, bruh, I am going to March Madness. In Let's go. We got to do it, man. We got to we gotta make it three or four I'm years in, I'm in locked a row. In. It's a tradition. I'm in. I'm already locked in. You already bought the ticket? I'm already in. You got the ticket? I got, I'm already in. I got the – bro, I haven't, bought, I haven't bought the ticket, but even better than that. I got I, – uh, Nah, that's what matters. Wife. That's what matters. With the that's baby, too. You got the green that's light. That's, that's your, front, that's your that's first getaway. That's better than the ticket, cuz. You get the green light from wifey. So, we just because you brought up the Big 12, I might actually go to the game tomorrow. You know, they're playing. It's Oklahoma versus Texas, so I want to see Trey Young. So, I might go watch some Trey Young versus Mo Bamba. And while we're on the topic of some young talent – I don't know if you've watched any of these guys. I'm going through, like, the top five picks. Trey Young, Mo Bamba. Yeah. I got to watch Marvin yep. Bagley play, too. Duke versus Miami game. Bagley. I like Bagley Secure the Bagley. I, I like want Bagley him for the Bulls. He's, I want him for the Bulls. He's like – Secure the Bagley. He's like a left-handed Kevin Durant, bro. He wears 35. <laughs> that's his number. So, I got to imagine that Kevin Durant's his idol growing up. And I see a lot of that, the way he moves. And then the other guy – I don't know. I haven't really watched too much of DeAndre Aiden, but apparently he's going to be the number one pick. Have you watched this kid out of Arizona? I have seen him a little bit. I've seen him a little bit. The one thing that having uh, Young Zuri, the daughter, is taught, like giving me or affording me is the opportunity to watch all types of basketball, specifically Pac-10 basketball. That's right. Because it comes on late. Very nice. So, yeah, very nice. Yeah. What is Miles Bridges' like pro comparison? Like, who's he? Who's he going to be as a pro? You know what I'm talking about? Like, give me a little comparison. Oh, man. He's kind of like, I've watched him. It's tough to, it's really tough tough. to say. It's like, I don't know how he really, I don't know. He's, a, he's an interesting player, explosive athlete, but I'm trying to determine, like, who and who Jaron Jackson are, like, who their pro comparisons are. Uh, Jay Jack. Jay Jack. Uh, Jay Jack. So, here's the thing. I'm going to say something really obvious. Um, it depends on what team yeah. they go to, man. Draymond Green, if Draymond Green had went to, like, Detroit, he would not be Draymond Green. And I like the train. I love Stan Van, you know, but I just don't think that they have the ability to pull out. And they don't, they, he wouldn't they have, have that swag. It, you know? He wouldn't have that swag. Um, hell no. Nah. Yeah, hell no. Nah. No, nah, actually, 
actually coming out of Flint, dog, he'd have that swag. It's just would he be like, would he be using that swag and like dripping that swag on an NBA and that swag in a bar in East? I Atlanta, don't know. You know, like still holding on to glory because he can't get in the league. That um, I do think that I do think that, that helped him though, man. Because I mean, look, fuck, like uh, when Adrian Payne left, I thought he was gonna be a beast. And also, I thought Gary Harris was going to be beat. You saw the last um, – Gary Harris was turning that, into uh, a nice player. But, yeah. that last night out in Denver, yeah. Gary Harris doing his thing. He's always been a nice player. But but that's my thing, though. Gary Harris and Adrian Payne could have flourished. And when he got drafted, I was like, man, he might be dead. And then I find out all this other shit. Yeah. And, you know, here he I, is. You know, Adrian I Payne, don't think he'll be getting back in either with some of the and, stuff uh, that came out, unfortunately. He's not a good enough player to deal with that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. Only Kobe. Only Kobe. He was playing for his life those games. He was playing for his life. Only person who can raise somebody is Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Good lord. Usually we keep these anchor podcasts pretty PC. So Jesus, we we're going we're going with another we're going for another fucking diversity this one. We're going all out. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm. Hey, listen, bro. I want to be myself more. You know what I'm saying? I'm holding him back. I, you heard She's her taking it in right now. Listen, let, put her on the podcast. Like talk, talk. I think she likes it more than anybody else. Oh, we're going to – maybe we'll have her – she can be our outro music. I think we got it 20 minutes, so let's get a little baby <laughs> crying, and then we're going to end this. <laughs> uh, you want some? All right, my friend. <laughs> Love you. She can cry on command. All right. She's fucking uncomfortable.